This is the Unfiltered Life Podcast with Charlotte Jonesy. Hey everyone, it's Charlotte Jonesy here, the women's coach. Welcome to the Unfiltered Life Podcast. On this show, I'll be sharing the highs and lows of life with helpful hints, tips and experiences. I want to inspire you to step outside of your comfort zone, to turn your pain into purpose and create your own version of success. As a life coach, mindset mentor and mum, I am passionate about helping women through life's challenges. My guests and I will get uncomfortable so that you can feel comfortable bringing you a real, honest and unfiltered view. Matt doesn't really know this and I didn't share my deepest and darkest thoughts but it got to that point that I don't want to feel like this, I don't really want to be here and this is what I'm saying about this podcast, I just want it to be open and real because that's what postnatal depression can actually make you feel like and I never want to be there ever again and any women who experience it, please get help. You're listening to the Unfiltered Life Podcast with Charlotte Jonesy. So today I've got a very special guest and it is Mr. Tibbs. Mr. Tibbs is my partner in crime. <laughs> He's my boyfriend who we have just had a baby three months ago, our little Leo. Um, today we're going to be talking about how a baby changes your life and how to keep your relationship strong because... You know, babies do completely change your world and there's so much to consider um, when your baby comes into your life. Something Matt and I, this is Mr. Tibbs, by the way, (laughs) something that Matt and I were talking about is, you know, when a baby comes into your life, you're so focused on the baby that actually can forget about your relationship. The first few days after birth, we remember turning around to each other and saying, we haven't given each other a cuddle. We haven't spoken to each other properly. We were at each other's throats because (laughs) we were sleep deprived. I went through a 90 hour labor, so it was pretty intense. Um, You know, neither of us got any sleep and it was quite a traumatic labor that ended in an emergency C-section. So I'm gonna stop going on there. I actually want to introduce Matt. Go on, Mr. Tibbs. Hello. Hi there. (laughs) We're literally sitting in our front room. This is... um... This is amazing because this has been a long time coming and I just wanted to say that I'm so proud of you for, for actually doing it. We're doing yeah, it, yeah. We're doing a podcast. She's wanted to do this for such a long time. And uh, yes, here we go. Thanks for having me as your guest. <laughs> I'm pleased to be here in our front room. Little man's asleep. Yeah, there, there are some challenges when, when a baby comes along. And I want to say right now, nothing can prepare for it really can it and you know we we know that relationships take more work than before because you're sleep deprived you're stressed you have less freedom you have different parenting styles at times you're resentful your partner goes out to work while you have to stay at home we've had massive conversations around that haven't we um you're constantly on baby duty you have little time to yourselves and then with each other alone as well. Um, sex isn't what it used to be and you can be very self-conscious of your body after having a baby. And, you know, you can both be very frustrated with each other because you can't settle your baby either. Absolutely. I think the first thing to, to kind of mention really is that it, it can be, uh, I mean, what your body goes through in birth is actually quite incredible and you need to give yourself some space straight away after because you know you're not gonna 
get yourself back to normal straight away and you're certainly not going to be there um, mentally as you would normally be. I mean we had we had a 90 hour labour so that was pretty intense, a lot of sleep deprivation, a lot of trauma through the body, a lot of worry and you know we went through a lot and we're so grateful for, for little Leo now. Definitely and looking back I wish I realised that, that you do actually need to give yourself a little bit of time as well to heal. You know we're very impatient especially when we've just had the baby we want to get back to it. Actually physically and mentally you cannot do it um, and I wish that I knew that but I want to take it back to the beginning, really, and ask you something. Sure. Um, really, how did you feel after having a baby? Like, really? I felt amazed the fact that our little man was here, firstly, but also relieved because of the trauma and stress that we'd been through. I was literally exhausted and I actually wasn't allowed because of COVID to stay after he was born. So I was gone within the hour, but at that point I really needed to sleep so badly um, that I was just so grateful that he was here and I could leave. So the answer is just very grateful, very thankful for, for all that we went through. Yeah, because we nearly lost him. His heartbeat stopped and we got rushed into theatre and that was a really difficult time for me because I'd just returned from a break, gone to get something to eat. And would you believe it, when I go for a break, it all happens at that time. And I remember buzzing, trying to get into the wards and no one was answering. And then all of a sudden I received a call from Charlotte, obviously in a panic, asking me to, to hurry up. And then, you know that scene from The Lion King when Simba sees a stampede coming and his ears drop down and he looks upset? That is probably how I describe that feeling um, because then all I knew was I was getting <laughs> rushed to, you know, the room where she was and I was, right, you've got to get into scrubs, follow me. And I didn't know what was going on, but I held Charlotte's hands and I just had to leave it in the hands of the, you know, the surgeons and they were absolutely amazing. So yeah, big thanks to the guys that looked after Charlotte. Um, we're forever grateful. It, it was traumatic, but I believe all of these things make you stronger as a person. Yeah, as Matt said, it was a pretty horrendous birth. I don't want to say that to scare anyone because every birth is very different. It's a different journey for everyone as well. My birth plan didn't go to plan. Um, I wanted a water birth. I wanted to breathe out my baby through hypnobirthing. I wanted it to be relaxing. So the opposite. And it was yeah. everything opposite um, to what I actually wanted. But that's what it's taught me um, that you you can have a plan. But I always say have an option A. Also have an option B and an option C because that's something that I regret because having an emergency C-section is something I didn't plan for and the recovery has been very difficult but anyway I'm going to speak about that on a totally different podcast I'm going to speak about the C-section recovery and tips on how to recover well so Matt's totally grateful and obviously he's very positive as a person anyway but 
I was a bit of a nightmare <laughs> to begin with because I had postnatal depression and I really struggled after birth. I'm also a very positive person usually, but this really took me down. Matt had to endure that and he had to cope with that. So I wanna ask you really, deep down, how did you cope with that? Because that was difficult, right? I mean, for me, quite honestly, it wasn't difficult because I believe as a couple, we bring each other up. We balance each other well with that. And, you know, I, I believe both of us understand through our past experiences, past traumas, that there is always light at the end. You know, toughness in battle breeds success. And I always knew that this was temporary. So I think if I was to give anyone any advice, any guys listening out there, then I would say just hold their hand, tell them they're beautiful. Just, you know, listen, don't take things to heart. Just go with it because it's temporary. And I think it's, I mean, I was just looking at Matt and all then. <laughs> because he, if it wasn't for him, I honestly don't think I would have come out of it so quickly. Um, I would say it lasted for like a month and a half. And Matt doesn't really know this. And I didn't share my deepest and darkest thoughts, but it got to that point that... I remember standing in the shower being like, I, I don't want to feel like this. I don't really want to be here. And he doesn't know this um, genuinely. And this is what I'm saying about this podcast. I just want it to be open and real because that's what postnatal depression can actually make you feel like. And I never want to be there ever again. And any women who experience it, please get help. I did. I reached out to a support group and they contacted me. I had a conversation with someone completely random so that I could tell them my thoughts and feelings and how I'm feeling. But like I said, if it wasn't for Matt who really supported me, so it's really important for your partners to be there for you and to help you through it. And like Matt said, it isn't forever, but it is very dark when you're at that point. Wow, I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing this, so... Yeah, I was just processing it then, but I'm so proud of you for admitting that because that takes a lot of strength to openly admit that. So that's great. Obviously, I wish you had mentioned that to me. Because you don't, when you're in it as well, you can't sure. share everything. I remember walking with Matt because he kept, you know, come on, we're going for a walk, you know, getting me out in the fresh air. Otherwise, I literally could have stayed in my pyjamas all day just breastfeeding Leo, that's how it would have gone. But Matt got us out and I remember us walking down the path and I was just silent. I just didn't know what to say. I just felt so inwards that Matt was like, tell me what's wrong, talk to me. And of course, there's only so much you feel like you can share when you're in it. But looking back and actually on reflection, I can clearly say because I'm in a good place now yeah I, do you know what I will say this as well because you actually don't you know I've suffered with depression before in my life you know I've had like I've just mentioned trauma and it's only really when you take a step back from a situation that you you think oh god I actually wasn't right then but you cannot see it at the time 
Um, and that's but that's why it's so important you must talk to people and and Charlotte did in her own way she didn't tell the whole truth or she didn't open up enough but she did enough to keep her ticking over Mm -hmm. you know we're both quite spiritual people we do meditate you know we love being in nature but we find a lot of our strength has come through our past traumas and taught us to be at peace so for Charlotte to be down something was really up but it's going to be tough. It's a complete change. You're going to be upside down. You know, you, like Charlotte said, you're lucky if you get dressed sometimes. And that's okay. It'll just get better. That's all I can say. And it does get better. Like, I'm three months postpartum and I feel amazing. So you can get back there. If you're feeling really down, talk to someone. Make sure you get some help and just know that it will get better and there are steps i'm going to do another podcast on this and um, there are steps to take what you can do in postpartum to get better let's move on let's move on <laughs> we're still talking about the same subject babies and how to keep your relationship strong so what would you say has completely changed from our relationship before having a baby Okay, so probably like just cuddling up on the sofa would <laughs> yeah. be one of the biggest things that we, we still do, but nowhere near as much because <laughs> when little man goes to bed, I mean, I'm, I'm in the process of rebranding. I've got lots of stuff to be getting on with. Charlotte has incredible amounts of stuff to get on with as well. So we're not, we haven't given each other as much time as we normally do. I would say that's the biggest thing. Yeah, and I mean, well, first couple of months, I would say we didn't cuddle up on the sofa. We probably didn't snuggle as much because everything is focused on the baby. So I'm just, just laughing forget. at that word, snuggle. Snuggle. Snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> Things do change, don't they? But that's going to come with it. I, th- I think they can change uh, dramatically if you allow it to. If you don't allow yourself, if you don't give yourself that time and uh, make effort for each other, then um, it can just become about the baby, you know. Um, Something that you may not know about me is that I have two children already. I have a 16-year-old son, Kai, and Annabelle, who's 12. And they have taught me so much over the years. And I think that's another reason or another positive that we had coming into this because I had a bit of experience (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit with kids as well so that has really helped definitely when you know I found out I was pregnant it was a complete surprise we'd only been with each other four months at this point Uh, so it was completely like whoa I was on the pill so I shouldn't have got pregnant. But against all the odds. Against all the odds. Super sperm over there decided to That's crack me. an egg. <laughs> so okay. when we... I think they understand how it works. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is that because he had two children, I thought, well, he's done this before and he knows what he's doing kind of Charlotte believed she knew more than me because she'd read the book I read this and I read that I was like okay we'll see how that goes (laughs) I'll never forget so it was day three and little Leo would not sleep anywhere other than our chest both of our chests we had to have him on the front and 
you know, little babies come out, you know, they come into this big wide world. They want comfort, they want love, they want cuddles. And by the book, it's like you do not co-sleep with them and you don't cuddle them to sleep and they don't sleep in the bed with you. And I was like, absolutely not. And we had our first row, didn't we? We we did. Charlotte thought the baby would go down in its cot the first night. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? So, yeah, we had a little debate about it. Now, obviously, I don't think it's a great idea to have a child in the bed with you. I think we all know that. But to comfort them and to have them close to you when they've just arrived in this world, I believe is absolutely fine. I really do. I think it's really important to point out that co-sleeping, if it's done safely, it's absolutely okay. That's something that I learned at the beginning is that there was no way that we were getting any sleep if we stayed up with Leo. But as long as you do it safely, that's really important. There's going to be people that, there'll be haters that'll be like, you can't co-sleep, but it's what works for you. And that's our reality. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, how do people keep their relationship strong after having a baby? I would say just keep keep communicating with each other, checking in with each other to make sure that you're okay. That you know you're going to be frustrated with each other. I think uh, most people can potentially would be because you're, you're sleep deprived. You've got this new baby that's just arrived, and you can't get the shit done that you normally do you can't so if you want to jump in the shower and get changed and and do your moisturizing or whatever charlotte does that takes two hours (laughs) it's not possible anymore (laughs) definitely and you know you need to take time for each other to well to, to let each other have that time so kind of probably get not a schedule because i'm i'm against that i believe you should naturally find a rhythm where you help each other out but if one of you's feeding them one of you's making the bottles up or one of you's making his bed or you know you've got to work as a team i think that's just so important is communication working together as a team and sharing the load is so important um guys you need to take time off to be with your wife your missus your partner Definitely. I also would say negotiate roles and responsibilities because there's no point guessing. You have to go, okay, can you do that while I do this? As as Matt was saying, but one thing that worked really well for us, I mean, the first week or two, uh, you did the night feeds with me. Uh, we kind of like alternated and I needed that because I needed that recovery time. But something that we have worked out together is when you went back to work full time, obviously you're getting up, I'm doing the night feeds, but you do uh, Saturday nights to give me a night off so that I have just one night just to have a bit of sleep. I mean, that's got much better, hasn't it, in the last few days with Leo. 
Um, oh. He's sleeping Massively. through the night. I mean, touch wood, literally, we're on a wooden table right now. But it's really important to, yeah, communicate and negotiate. I was going to work and, and I couldn't think straight because I'd been up all night. So that's so important. Just just touching on that is making sure that you, you understand and respect each other and what you need to do. Um, and, and there is this stereotypical thing where, okay, the man goes to work, the woman looks after the baby. Whether we like to admit it or not, it is there. It is there because is there. Na- naturally women go on maternity leave sure. so it puts the the responsibility in the woman's hands really and also you gave birth to the baby but needless to say there is paternity leave now as well obviously matt doesn't get that because he's self-employed but this is why it's really important to work out what you guys are doing through this because it can cause massive issues in your relationship if you don't um something else is Make time for each other. I know we were saying that's probably one of the biggest things. Making sure that we have time for sex, because <laughs> that's really important too. Make time for each other, like make sure that we're having snuggles, snuggles on the sofa. <laughs> Making sure we're having cuddles in bed, like not letting that intimacy go, because that can be a massive issue if you let that go after having a baby, I think. Yeah, I think absolutely. You you can quite easily get so tied up with the baby because they do consume you. They take every bit of time, not away from you, but they take a lot of time away from you throughout the day. So yeah, make sure you, you spend that time with each other because you can't get this time back, guys. One thing that Matt's really good at as well, which is what I would say to all men, is he's really good at complimenting. So after having a baby, your self-esteem is shot and you know your body's completely different and your self-esteem might not be there anymore or you're feeling quite insecure about it. Just having that compliment oh you look beautiful today or you look lovely or you're an amazing mum or you know anything Matt's great at that the little things and and the small things count so much okay let's talk about rows because they happen um after having a baby because like we said you're sleep deprived and things are all yeah well don't look at your watch like that that's really you said sleep deprived Talking of arguments, I just literally had to stop recording because we had to tell him off. (laughs) (laughs) I do think because you're having, you know, tough days, good and bad days after having a baby, I think it's really important to not be stubborn. We can so be stubborn after arguments. I think it's really important just to go, you know what? This is what I did. I'm really sorry. Look, I'm just tired or I've had a really bad day with the baby. Forgive me. Cuddle, kiss, make up and just move on. A technique that I do actually, which actually ends up making Charlotte laugh. (laughs) I will go out of the room and I will pretend the argument didn't happen. (laughs) And I'll walk in and go... Okay, so, or, or I'll just start the conversation again, like before we started the argument, and I'll just, she just looks at me and starts laughing. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm just like, well, you know what? And or something else that we've done as well is just, I've just a timeout. You know, mm. like if we feel like we're getting to the point where we're not agreeing, because it's okay to not be on the same wavelength sometimes like you know you don't like 
it would be boring in this world if we all had the same views and points. It's okay to disagree, but when it's getting to the point where it's not going anywhere and you're going around in circles, we call the timeout, lift our hands in the air. I'm just like, okay, stop. Do a tea. Do, do a, a tea. tea. Do a tea. I'm going to go and make us a coffee. Um, I'll just walk out of the room, have some space, whatever works for you, but you need to nip it right in the bud and, and think like, is this serving us? No. Nine out of ten times it won't. Um, and yeah, like Charlotte said, let the stubbornness go. It doesn't get you anywhere in life. And, you know, you've got a baby to think about. So shouting and arguing is no good for them either. So you have to think of them as well. Yeah, which I, I don't think we do. I don't think we really shout at each other. But we no. just get and argue with each other. Which is normal in yeah. any relationship. It's really important to handle it because they can spiral out of control especially when you are not in your right mind. Maybe you're going through postpartum depression. Maybe you're feeling really crappy about things. Maybe you're really struggling with the life change because that was huge as well for me. It's like a, a big kick in the face. You're like, well, this is different. And it's important not to take each other for granted as well because also you can get into this kind of like routine of way of being and it's important not to think that they're always going to be there they're not a table they're not your tv they are a person a human being with feelings so it's really important to remind yourself why you fell in love with them as well no oh <laughs> lovely said there charlotte no it's so true but easier said than done um and it's okay you're gonna have little niggles and arguments that's life okay i think we can wrap this podcast up because he's going i'm tired i'm tired <laughs> um no we are tired and we've been up early morning so but we're getting it done yeah and i loved this chat i loved speaking with you and it's quite nice to get more of you as well like into our relationship you know everything that I post on my social media if you don't follow me already it's at Charlotte Jonesy on Instagram and it's at Tibbs Coaching on Instagram as well and I mean for me I post quite a lot about my journey my life I am raw real and honest on there um, but Matt's he's raw real and honest but more in a spiritual way would you say? I think more so in the last couple of years I've gone that way, but just to give you a bit of background, I'm a I'm an ex-military instructor, a physical training instructor in the British Army, um, and if I was to look at myself now, when, back then, I would have gone, who is that guy? I'd, I'm I'm a completely different person through my past traumas, experiences, and and I hope you guys are that you learn and grow from everything that happens in life because there is always an opportunity. To, to grow and that's that's kind of my ethos right now and that's the he direction I'm heading in is that everything that happens is happening for a reason and you know there's there's always positive to be found uh, in a negative okay and there's always battles that you're facing that you can overcome there are and and that's my new ethos my brand Tibbs it's actually my 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 nickname for my my surname is Tibbles. Um, but my <laughs> new brand is Toughness in Battle Breed Success. Tibbs. Tibbs. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please subscribe, download and leave me a review. If you learned something new or just really enjoyed this episode, then why don't you share it with others by screenshotting it and sharing it on your stories. And don't forget to tag me so that I can see it. If you're interested in life or business coaching with me or any of my programs, then please head to www.charlottejonesy.com for more information. Hope to speak with you soon. If not, I will see you in next week's episode. Lots of love.